With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks for listening to the You Know Why podcast with Chris, John, and Corey in the morning from Bob 95 FM. It is definitely on its way to not being anything close to a white Christmas. How many Christmases do you believe we've had where we've got measurable rain? Because that's what oh. we could be looking mm-hmm. at for Christmas, even really? Christmas Day. Yeah, it, it can't be often. Straight rain. And also, my boy John Wheeler well, last night was talking about uh, that we might also be going for the record of the l- latest time to go sub-zero in Fargo-Moorhead. Well, good. Keep it that way. Uh, that I believe the record was in 1987 on Christmas Eve was when it dipped below zero for the first time that year. And he thinks, just looking at what we've got, that we might be in that oh, yeah. past that boat this year. Wow. <laughs> For sure, unprecedented yes, times, right? Very unprecedented. There is, well, there no, there is a precedent. It was 1987. It was December 31st. That was <laughs> precedented. When are we gonna address the elephant in the room? <laughs> what? What's the elephant? John Austin's here. It's oh. weird. <laughs> Hadn't noticed. Yeah, exactly. You know, you go so long, you don't notice that something has has been moved. And then somebody points out, didn't you notice I moved that? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, there it is. Oh, there. Look at that. John's back. Hey, John. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Allegedly was in Las Vegas last week. Where where else would I be? Who knows? Why allegedly? I don't know. You tell us. I don't know. I, you were the one I, alleging. The, ther- the theory I just first heard of was that He's I was He's making this up. He's yeah. making this up. We just did notice that you were rather quiet on the socials for uh, your trip to oh, Vegas. Oh, yeah. That's just- Unplugged a little bit, you know. Well, good for you. Yeah. Didn't even see a hotel room. I can, per- I can show you some pictures on hotel- my phone. I no, just no, didn't no. take time to post anything. The hotel room number picture posting has been a staple of the John Austin <laughs> trip to Vegas. So when you don't it, see it, yeah. it's a little... We started um, to get nervous. Unpres- <laughs> unprecedented? Yeah, yeah. There's no but precedence. The, di- the things have changed technology-wise because now your phone is your room key. So it tells you. So, so you so know you where really the, need that. You don't need to save that because it puts but it right there But for scrapbooking purposes, John, just, you should yeah, still well, do I still it. took a couple of the <laughs> Just yet a, another classic thing of Vegas that has been demolished and gone away by <laughs> big corporate Las Vegas ruining the entire city. Right? Just oh, sure. Big Vegas. <laughs> yeah, right. How was it? Best trip ever? Uh, it was fun. Um it's it's just every time I go, it seems like it's more and more expensive. Mm. It's it, everyone was saying, you know, because they had the big Formula One race, and everyone's saying they raised prices for that crowd and just left them. Of course, yeah. conveniently <laughs> so, forgot to, to bring them back. Roll down. those back. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a great trip. We took it easy pretty much about half the time, and mm-hmm. had some fun the rest of the time, and had some family and friends for half the time, and. A lot of Christmassy stuff and yeah, yeah, nice, good stuff. A couple good restaurants. Did you get in at NDSU plus two? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> oh. No, you didn't. No. What did you get? One and it was a half? minus two. 
My, you got him as a favorite? Yeah. Oh, you should have waited. I know. Well, I did to the last minute. And that's all I could do because I was, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's too bad. Well, that is too bad. Yeah. Well, oh. none of the other sports bets went well either. So, oh. <laughs> all bad. So, don't quit your day job? Nope. I'm back. Okay, good. <laughs> Bob 95 FM. It's the Chris, John, and Corey in the morning. You know why? Podcast from Bob 95 FM. Two different things of um, one is a donation and one is a donation to a person's pocketbook to pay off a mortgage, probably. Jessica Vincent is a woman who went shopping at a Goodwill store in Virginia. She found a vase that was selling for $3.99. That's a good deal for a nice piece of glass. For sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even if you just went and bought a nothing vase, as Corey would say. I would not. I'm not a vase person. If you went to Home Goods or TJ Maxx, mm-hmm. like a di- or a Target. How oh yeah, twenty bucks. Oh, p- p- more like thirty, forty. Really? Yeah, yeah. Nice vase. Vase. I'm from the Midwest. It's vase. I think I've heard you say vase. Yes. You and never. Your nose was up here, and you said vase. Pinky's out. Yeah, my vase. Ah, right. Right. Uh, well, anyway, so she bought a vase, vase for three ninety nine. And she had a feeling it might be worth something when she noticed a small M on the bottom of the uh, vase that she believes stood for Murano, an island of Venice, off of Venice, excuse me, uh, an historical Italian glassware. If it's Murano glass, mm-hmm. that's something. She's like, oh, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll take it. I had a sense it might be worth, say, 1000 or $2,000, but never thought it'd be worth this. That's when the um, <clears throat> three ninety nine price tag turned into a hundred and seven thousand dollars. <laughs> An unidentified <gasps> private art collector in Europe bought the item. Eighty three thousand in cash went to the woman who purchased it. Twenty three thousand went to the auction house. A specialist who evaluated the piece determined it was part of the Penatale. Pen- it's a series that was done by a famous artist back in the 1940s, and they have no idea how many of this particular vase vase would have been made, and they speculate it's maybe the only one still in existence. My At a thrift gosh. store. At a thrift store. <laughs> so somebody had to have had it and then donated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would... I don't know how somebody would have that and not know what it was. Yeah. And here's the trend that's going around for people that like DIY and change things. They go to the thrift stores for these vases. Vases. And they do like what is called the Pottery Barn dupe. And you're like literally painting it. You're putting stucco and things on it to like create this other whole other look. That is so something that you would do with a three dollar and ninety nine cent vase and ruin that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And if it didn't have the little stress. M on the bottom, she wouldn't have known. Yeah. Like that that was the only thing that tipped her off. That, that was wait it. a minute. I know that Murano glass is a Those thing. Those usually don't have price tag stickers on them either when they're <laughs> then they're a vase when they're all yeah, high end. Exactly. Like that. <laughs> and that price it's a vase. Well either. Yeah, good and point. the other story is is this is kind of the Christmas miracle situation, is that uh, a shiny gold pair of Nike sneakers were very hard to miss at a donation pile at a shelter in Portland, Oregon earlier this year. They were Jordan 3s, size 12 and a half, 
And somebody had said, well, that's a really swanky-looking pair of Air Jordans. Well, as it turn out, turns out, the pair was a very rare gold pair of Nike Jordan 3s that were dropped off a, at a donation shoot at an Oregon shelter. Somebody knew exactly what they were doing, is that they were putting the shoes into the donation. Somebody would find them and then sell them and donate all the money to charity. And that's exactly what happened. The sneakers were a pair that were made for filmmaker Spike Lee, and sold for $50,000 over this last weekend. And all the money that was sold of these sneakers will go to the Portland Rescue Mission, which has served people struggling with homelessness, hunger, and addiction since 1949. Mm. Tiny bit risky, though, isn't it, to donate that that way? (laughs) Like, we know that it'll be found and... A little risky. Did they make it really obvious, though? Well, you would they, think maybe like, they did. Point. <laughs> yeah. Looking at these shoes, it is very. Wait a second. Yeah. They, I mean, they are as I love gold. Like they're as shimmery and as golden. That, yeah. Uh, well, have you seen the donation bins though at thrift stores? There's so much stuff. I could totally see somebody not getting it and accidentally throwing a price tag. No on. way. Again, yeah. yes, how would you it could have? Happen. How would you have that vase that is worth a hundred? In whatever thousand, and not know it, I I find it impossible you would have these shoes that were made specifically for Spike Lee, mm-hmm. and that there were only like two or three of these made. I, how would you not know that? Of course you know that. A vase is just a vase, Boz. <laughs> these shoes, yes. you would look at them yep. like that. That way, that's something different. I Whoever donated made it obvious because they wanted the money yeah. to go to that exact charity, and there was a little inside job here. I think there yeah, has to be. Yeah. Um, well, and very nice of them. They yeah. even then uh, the guy who designed the shoes, his name is Tinker Hatfield. He's one of the most famous Nike shoe designers of all time, especially with designing Jordans. Uh, authenticated them and said, "Yes, uh, we made these shoes specifically mm. for Spike Lee." Mm. I can speak that these are a very, very, very rare pair of Nike Air Jordan threes. It's a little Christmas miracle. That's right. Yeah, now, you can't fit either one of these in the red kettle. That you just stick nope. with the gold coin. Yep. In the red kettles. Uh, because you know, fitting a Jordan three in that little slot not going to happen. Gonna yep, going to jam in there. Take the gold paint right off. It probably wouldn't. Yeah, it'd decrease the value. Bob ninety five FM. Chris, John, and Corey in the morning. You know why? The part of the internet that if you've never searched it out is on Reddit, which is just a bunch of forums that you can uh, comment on, read on. And there's educational stuff there. And then there's, Mm -hmm. you know, just nonsense. But there's also one of their most popular forums is, am I an Mm a-hole? Where you post (laughs) something, a situation, and then people will let you have it, usually. And the answer is almost always yes. If you're asking, am (laughs) I an a-hole? You usually are. Yeah. You can figure out the rest. But this one's got a bunch of discussions that's going on because we are right in the middle of the holidays and having to go to people's homes to go and eat food and hang out and do the family togetherness bit. This one comes from a woman saying that uh, her and her husband go to the in-laws and they say that her mother-in-law is the worst cook ever. So that's when the husband suggested they start bringing secret food to the get-togethers that they would eat instead of eating the food that this woman is preparing. Saying that the mother-in-law doesn't believe in using salt or any seasonings for that matter, hates chopping, but still thinks she can cook. Now, her and her heart don't, uh, husband don't have the heart to tell her how bad of a cook she is, but one person... <laughs> 
particular meal she made. She made lasagna with whole pitted olives in it. That Ew. was a fun surprise. <laughs> and we'll never forget the one year where she made stir fry that was just hot cooked celery with honey and soy sauce on it with nothing else added. <laughs> what? Oh boy, yeah. So my husband suggested that over the last three years, whenever they go visit the mother, to start bringing food. And now she is starting to have some regrets for it, that they have hidden food mm. that <laughs> they eat. And oh, I'm stuffed. You know, like, oh, this is so good and don't really eat a lot of it. So where are we at? Are you an a-hole if you bring your own secret food <laughs> that only you are eating? Because yes. the cook is terrible. I, that yeah. really I for say one yes. meal for one day for the you holidays. Can skip a meal. Yes, eat before you go. You can't mm-hmm. skip. That's I think that's ruder to skip the meal well, you, than it is. No, no, no. You push the food around on your plate. You make yeah. it look like you're Take eating. Take a couple it. bites and move on. Yeah. yeah. Here, have some more. Yeah. Think uh, of the Griswold sitting around flicking the turkey over their shoulders <laughs> and stuff. Feeding yes. to the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I'd maybe get a dog to bring with just to feed yes. um, the food. So we asked the question on social media, is it rude to bring food to a family get-together that you hide and keep for yourself? What if the cook is terrible? These are the different scenarios. Misty say that I, says if, if you bring something, you have to share it. If you go to a cookout or a grill out, you don't just have something for yourself. You offer it up to everybody. Maybe I was raised different, but when you do bring something, you share it with everybody. Okay, uh, I would ask if there was something I could bring. Mm-mm. That way, yes. you know right. that the, yes. one of the dishes would be edible, and you can just kind of go nuts on that. Or you could like sneakily say, "Hey, I'm going to bring this charcuterie tree or something," and then hog out on that yep. pre-meal, and then you're kind of full already. Tom says, "Absolutely, be thankful for the invite. It's so rude. Do you bring food to a restaurant in case the cook would be terrible? <laughs> mm. A little uh. different, but yes." Uh, Melissa says, I bring food for my daughter because she has so many food issues. Some people get annoyed because of this, and I don't want to create a scene. Well, then you may be kind of creating a scene because you're bringing special food instead of just saying, I'm sorry, she has issues. Right. You know, like. Uh, See, I I don't, if you've got issues, she's helping solve the problem for the cook. Yep. Because then the cook isn't like, ah, how do I cook for this one person? Um, So I, I don't know if this is. A whole territory or Secret not? Secret food. Why now, don't you just tell her that she's horrible at cook? Oh, that's yeah. even, is that worse? That is worse. Oh, for sure. Especially if you've kept this up your entire life. Uh-huh. I think the, the best play is bring extra appetizers. Yeah. And hog out on that. And don't even no. ask if you need to bring them. No, just, just bring, bring them. them. Just bring like, them. Like, hey... Well, found this this weekend. Oh, this is so good. Did you see the samples? Costco? I had to buy a bunch. Here you go. I saw this guy on a Friday morning make this on the radio. <laughs> I thought we might try this. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, what is it? You see, they're little antipasto turkeys. <laughs> see, if you take the... That doesn't look like a turkey. <laughs> it's Chris, John, and Corey in the morning. And your chance to, uh, again, Friday morning, have another little uh, nailed it or failed it. I think so far we've got a perfect one running. Uh, John, you missed the pull-apart Christmas tree this last week. Oh, it was okay. bread with cheese, and it. it was very delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so we've done like an appetizer, another appetizer. I think we go, we haven't made anything sweet. And I saw a recipe this week for something that was a sweet, but it might be difficult to do inside of an hour. 
Okay. Which is kind of the parameter that we have set up that it has to be something easy, has to be something festive, <laughs> that looks so good, but you know there's no way you can do it. Are you up for a sweet or do you want oh, yeah. I want something? sweet. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Sounds good to me. Because I don't want to get the I just had chocolate yesterday speech. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Everybody knows that's only for tacos. <laughs> okay. Bob 95 FM. It's the Chris, John, and Corey in the morning. You know why. Podcast from Bob 95 FM. It's almost time for Christmas. So let's open another door on the radio advent calendar. On Bob 95 FM. This is maybe something you're going to hear for the first time today in your entire life. Hmm. If you're 60, if you're 20, if you're 38, this is maybe the first time you've ever heard this, and it's Christmas involved. Today was the first time I'd ever sound this. When I looked over the radio advent calendar, what was coming up for today? The Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Probably familiar with it? For sure. It's in New York City. Yep. Uh, right there in uh, Manhattan. Kind of the crown jewel and of uh, NYC's Christmas. It for sure is. Uh, right above the skating rink. Mm-hmm. Uh, right there by uh, well, Rockefeller Center, obviously. <laughs> um, and then they have like a long, there's a long sidewalk that kind of leads up to it. Buildings. It's beautiful. Did you know that since 2007, there is a purpose for the tree after Christmas? What do they do with the tree after Christmas? See, you guys have no, no, no. idea. Uh, this is, uh, mm. Since 2007, they had been doing this. How is this the first we have heard of this? Every year since 2007, the Rockefeller Christmas tree is milled for its lumber and they use that lumber to help build a home for Habitat for Humanity. Shut up. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so sweet. How do we have all of this oh. Christmas nonsense crap that we get jammed down our throats every single year, you know? <laughs> we have to have that. And Mariah Carey screaming, but we don't get to... How did we not know this? Yeah. Other people had to have known this, oh right? Oh, my gosh. So here's the deal. Every year, they donate one of the largest and most widely recognized Christmas trees to Habitat for Humanity, says Jonathan Reckford, the CEO of Habitat for Humanity International. The Rockefeller Center Christmas tree is a tree that reminds us to reflect and be thankful and remember to give back to others during the hustle and bustle of the holidays. That spirit then lives on as part of a Habitat homeowner's lives in their new houses. So when you go back... Uh, every year, the tree, it said the uh, tree in 2007 was from Shelton, Connecticut, and it went to build part of a home in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Uh, they, to, I had no idea. No, I had this, never heard and that And I either. am absolutely shook by this. That's really cool. And has somebody given this idea to Hallmark? Because that just screams <laughs> the lumber company that helps build the house yep. meeting like the single mom with kids who are having the house built for them. Oh my gosh, Habitat Humanity for <laughs> no, Humanity no, gets a I'm big sorry. plug. Uh, oh my gosh, uh, that would just be Maybe you didn't hear but Lori Laughlin's in jail and she cannot <laughs> she cannot be making that holiday. <laughs> Rob Blow will not also be no, appearing in right. So, uh there, the radio admin wow. call. That might be my favorite door we've ever opened. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Fun fact. Yep. Fun <laughs> fact. Since 2007, uh, you can amaze your friends, and maybe some people did knew that, but I didn't know that, uh, that the Rockefeller Center tree 
They cut when they're done with it. They cut it up in lumber and then use it to build a Habitat for Humanity home. Yep. Radio advert Great calendar. Story. Yep. Fine. For one day, we don't hate the consultant for making us have the radio advent calendar <laughs> during the holidays. Bob 95 FM. Chris, John, and Corey in the morning. You know why. Emotional press conference yesterday up at NDSU as Director of Athletics Matt Larson introduced Tim Polisek as the 32nd head coach for the NDSU Bison. And uh, Coach Polisek now making his uh, third trip back around with NDSU. Was here with Craig Bull, was here with uh, Chris Kleiman, and now is back as the head coach. And it was the classic... Sometimes you don't get what you want, and it's the best thing that has ever happened to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, at the yep. time, it hurts. You're mad. You're upset. You didn't get what you want, but then as it turns out, it was maybe the best thing for you. And yesterday, a new head coach had said back in 2018, he was upset that he didn't get the head coaching job and that Matt Entz got the job over him, and he had said it was the best thing that ever happened to him. That he went on to go get more experience, Mm -hmm. see more of the world, and that um, he now has become the head coach. And Timing is everything, right? right. Right. That's right. And so, is it a a good fit? Absolutely. Is it going to change a bunch of things and NDSU is going to look totally different? I don't think so. I think that he is the kind of coach that is going to... um, There's not a lot that's broken. Yeah. I mean, it's still... Culture and dynasty. Yes, up exactly. Yep. <laughs> right. And uh, let you listen to just a little bit of his press conference as he gets started yesterday. You can feel the emotion mm-hmm. off of the new head coach. Well, we'll try to keep uh, emotion out of this. This is a big, big, big deal. Um, a lot of time and effort growing up uh, has gone into this. You know, I was really fortunate. I was telling Matt, you know, uh, in 2018 when Coach Entz got hired, it was heartbreaking um, when I didn't get the job. But I think it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It allowed me to move forward and and learn and grow and experience things that I didn't know even existed in college football or in college athletics. And I'm so much more confident sitting here today getting this opportunity than I would have been back in 2018. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wow. Yeah. And it's wisdom. Makes that, sense. That, that's mm-hmm. what you get sometimes when you don't get what you want. You get some wisdom yep. that comes mm-hmm. along with it. Oh, yeah. And so uh, excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Signing day tomorrow when uh, high school kids... <laughs> Pledge their allegiance, if you would. Mm-hmm. Sign the piece of paper that says that they're going to be coming to a particular school. And so that's job number one. Get all those yeah. different recruits to make sure mm-hmm. that they uh, honor the commitment that they have made verbally or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see where it goes. Fun. And he got very emotional that his second time around here uh, is when he met his wife, Jill. And that she is from the area. Aww. And so he said a lot of coaches, you know, you... 
you travel around and you never really get that opportunity mm-hmm. to go back to something. Your spouse is constantly away from home that now he gets to come back and he gets to coach at NDSU. So she was probably green lighting this the whole oh, time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. For sure, yeah. Yes. Or he's like, God, I really don't want Could you pick somewhere warmer? This also really <laughs> helps Bison fans lick our wounds, right? When there's something exciting and new to focus on and, hey, future. and For sure. Yeah. 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 So uh, NDSU, new head coach, and he even mentioned it. I think we've got the, the team in place and the, the players and coaches in place that we're going to go to Colorado and we're going to win. In Colorado, yeah, which uh, Coach Prime and the Buffaloes wait for us at the end of August <laughs> for the first game of the 2024 yep. season. Bob 95 FM, Chris, John, and Corey in the morning. You know why? What do you do when you have run out of time? You've shopped all over the place. You cannot find the gift that you want. You know that it's now too late to have anything shipped to you. You're desperate. What do you do? Gift card gift card yeah. mm-hmm. you still need yeah. to give a gift yeah. you need yeah. to find something so you go to the old reliable the gift card well scammers know this and they know that right now is the crunch time as we are getting days and days and minutes and hours closer to christmas coming and that's why you need to know about these particular scams that are out there that are very popular and especially because they're gift card based it could uh, end up having you as their next victim The first one is what's called a card draining scam. The person goes into the store. They grab a card off of the rack. They leave the store with that card without activating it or purchasing it in any way. They then go out. They scratch off the security code that's on the back. They enter all of the numbers into a computer program, including the numbers off of the back of the card and that PIN number. Mm -hmm. And then they have a way to put the gold foil or the silver thing back on over the pin number and they seal it all back up and then they go and put that card back on the shelf. You then Ah, grab that card. You go up, you activate it, you sell it, right? Buy it at the store at the counter and then they get a notification, hey, that card's been activated. (sighs) And before you can even give that card to somebody else to use, they have already drained that card of all of its value. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> You're like, that's, that's wow. That's a lot. That is really taking a next level. Yes. Here's the next one. This one comes where people will take gift cards from the store. They will take them home and they will actually heat up the envelope to where like the, the or whatever that the card is on, get the card out and cut the top portion of the card off that contains all of the information. That's oh. where the code is and all the whatever. And then they'll put it back into the little dealy do. And uh, so you never see that that part is gone, but you would notice that the card is maybe like an inch thinner then it well, should. Yeah. If you're feeling around, right? I could see if you you're just doing grabbing it. Yeah, you're right. just grabbing yep. it and you bring it up. They scan it again. Then they get a notification because they've already registered uh. that number that this is going on. And just like that, you think you're giving a brand new gift card to a person, but no, that gift card's actually been opened, and now they have all the information and they empty out the gift mm. card before Sad. again yeah. the recipient has any way to do it. How rude. 
Also, beware on Facebook Marketplace or other reselling sites such as Craigslist where people are saying, hey, I've got this $100 gift card. I'm never going to use this. You want to just buy it for $75. bucks?" Right. This one is as old as can be. Uh, Just stay away from it. Mm -hmm. Don't think you're helping the person out. Even if you are, (laughs) you're taking on way too much risk. Yep. And in case you're thinking, wow, this is not... The Better Business Bureau that says compared to last year, they have seen a 50% rise over last year's record numbers of people reporting falling victim to gift card scams. Hmm. So, yes, it is happening everywhere. It is. That's a it lot is, of work. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so tough. Hmm. Merry Christmas. Yep. Be careful out there, folks. The thieves want a Merry Christmas, too. Mm-hmm. And the only way they get theirs is by making sure you don't have one. By stealing your money. Bob 95 FM. Chris, John, and Corey in the morning. You know why. Look who is back. John Austin back after another alleged trip to Las Vegas. What proof do you have that you were in Las Vegas? I can show you pictures. Okay. I've got them. I just stayed offline. Didn't post them. My wife did. Did she? Yeah. So you're better than us. Is no, what that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just too saying drunk I, to operate a phone. Some of that, but didn't want to pay for the Wi-Fi. <laughs> just kept it in my pocket. Okay. Yep. Uh, so uh, what did you learn new or see new this time? I know people always get entertained by hearing what you've discovered yeah. that's new because you go so much that there wasn't any really big discovery this trip. It was, uh, I mean, the sphere as cool as can be. You know, we had that outside our hotel room for the first half of the trip. And yeah. had Christmas ornaments on there and hmm. Christmas sweaters and all kinds of designs. Did you consider on the going to see you two? No, or not really. To, not okay. really a big fan of that band. So, okay. yep. Um, but they were there. Uh, it was also uh, rodeo week. So, oh, yeah. the, lots of cowboys NFR? and buckle bunnies everywhere. Oh. And lots of country music, of course, because of that. So, mm-hmm. saw some good live bands. Um, Boy, I don't know. It just, Nothing? Okay. I, no, sports betting killed me. Just got crushed. Couldn't get anything right. Thanks, Dallas. Yep. Thanks, Bison. Yep. Yeah. And thanks, others. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, wow. I just couldn't get it going and tried and tried and tried. Um, yeah. Your uh, Raiders fans were all in a good mood. Of course. After, after being a bad mood. Three point, and then, yeah. uh, what, like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah. would have been the game to go to, John. You would have been able to see Easton Stick. Yep. And uh, You should have heard Corey just railing on Easton Stick. I did Stick not. Last yeah. Not even one time. <laughs> Wanting I. him to not succeed I did not so hard. That. I just simply said I didn't want the team to win, but Easton could have a good game. Yeah. That w- and I stand by those words. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> quarterbacks, they don't get judged on their win-loss record mm-hmm. at all. At, yeah, every time. That's not the number <laughs> one thing. Yeah. But, yeah, there was, you know... There were a bunch of Vikings fans when we got there after that big barn burner of a game, that Monday night game. <laughs> what was that? That's why um, it was so hard for to see Las Vegas score sixty three because mm-hmm. they just got shut out by shut Minnesota. Out, yeah, mm-hmm. like and looked in ept in every yeah. single way, shape, or form. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. You odd. weren't all that ept either. <laughs> yeah, but just just enough more ept. Just enough. Just, just enough ept. Yeah, but not enough ept to win the bets that you placed at three and a half points, and you lost at yep. three points. Minnesota went home very disappointed from that win. <laughs> I guarantee you. I tracked down and played the new NFL licensed slot machine, which right. is fun. You get to pick your team, and it mm. themes the whole game around that. Okay. Uh, it takes your money fast as most. <laughs> um. <laughs> now, you had said uh, maybe you noticed the prices are uh, once again it's, higher. Yeah. Than- it, every time you go, it gets more expensive for food and drink. 
It's just ridiculous. Can you buy two drinks for 20 bucks anymore? Oh, God, no. You can't buy two drinks for $40 in some places. Oh, my word. Yep. So, yeah, went back to some of our favorite places, to the Carnival Court Bar. and Carrot Top? Uh, did not go to, we didn't go to a single show. Yeah. What? Yeah. And this is why people say, what does John do in Vegas Tried, if you're not? Yep, a couple new restaurants. A um, couple nights, we literally were in bed by 7, 30, 8 o'clock. And just said, we just got to take a night off. Huh. Okay. Right, my so. theory is that he doesn't remember <laughs> no, a lot I of remember. what happened. I think that's that's secretly what goes yep. on. Okay, uh, uh-huh. back like, oh, we had a bunch of fun. What'd you do? Well, you know, uh, you know, it never really answers. With <laughs> a lot of blank spaces. A lot of generalities. Right. Yep. Corey goes to Vegas. She was literally on the strip for twenty minutes and then spent the rest of the time in Leverkin. We know exactly what <laughs> Corey did when she was there. John, you were there for a day and a half. Yeah. John's there for an entire week, and he can't come up with one <laughs> solid thing that he went and did. I, I well, think we, we know. Good, we went to some good restaurants, a couple new ones. Name Again. them. What uh, are their names? Uh, what uh, casino are they in? Amalfi, which is at Caesars. That sounds made up. Nope, it's cool. It's, <laughs> they got the fishmonger up front. Had the Branzino. Is that specific uh-huh. enough? Uh, maybe, that yeah. Is. That's uh, better. And then we went to a pop-up restaurant called Retro at Mandalay Bay, and that's a couple brothers who won... Top Chef or one of the TV shows, and it's a they call it a chef's residency because it's only there for one year. Oh, fun! Oh, that's and neat. it's all themed on '80s and '90s and food you ate when you were a kid. Like you, you order the pot roast, it comes out in the square corningware. You know, <laughs> oh, things yes. like that. So awesome! Yeah. All right, well, uh, that will um, we'll give you a pass. That will that will end John's <laughs> review of his latest yep. trip. When's the next one? No idea. Probably when, summer. When do you anticipate? Yeah. Like June? Yeah. yeah, somewhere on there. Yeah. Okay. Well, it'll be totally different when he goes back again. And guess what? He'll come back and like, well, I don't know. We didn't really know. <laughs> I love it. We could just take this break and play it again in four yeah. months. And it would work. Well, sometimes we do shows. Sometimes we don't. This time uh, we didn't. I think you should go do the uh, the U2 thing at the Sphere. Yeah. Uh, there will mine, be other shows there that. There's a lot of money for a band you don't really care about. Well, yeah, that's true. A friend of mine went and he doesn't regard himself as a big U2 fan likes them and he had said it was everything that everyone talks about yeah mm-hmm. our it's friend todd and good. i value mm-hmm. todd's opinion sure. like he's been around he sees some things yep. and he's like amazing yeah now he also did qualify if you have the means which means it must be very expensive yeah, tickets are very pricey. bob 95 fm it's the chris john and Corey in the morning you know why podcast from bob 95 fm Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.